I'm Stassi Schroeder, and this is what I wore when I died, then came back to life and haunted everyone. Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samitin. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style to tell the stories you haven't heard. I'm fascinated by Bravo, the formerly humble television network that changed the course of pop culture. The network has made legitimate celebrities out of its talent, most of whom could be considered reality stars. They have millions upon millions of Instagram followers and fans who obsess over their every move. One such star, Stassi Schroeder, the queen bee of Vanderpump Rules, one of the crown jewels in Bravo's repertoire. The show follows servers and bartenders at an L.A. restaurant owned by former Real Housewife Lisa Vanderpump, and Stassi has been called a lot of things during the show's seven-season run. A mean girl, entitled, a bitch. But she's also been praised for being relatable, funny, honest, and entirely herself. When we met, Stassi had just finished speaking at Glamour's annual Women of the Year Summit, where she gave a talk about embracing your inner asshole, though she couldn't have been friendlier. We talked about the show, of course, but also about her upcoming wedding, though she refused to tell me a single detail about her dress. She was forthcoming about her life in the public eye and how it feels when people try to cancel her on social media. We talked about the holiday she bought and something we both agree on, how shopping is the greatest stress reliever of all time. I really wasn't shocked when she asked me which Vanderpump Rules castmate was the most annoying on social media. And not surprisingly, I had an answer for her. Here's our conversation. So I'm going to start by asking you what I ask everyone, which is what are you wearing right now? Um, now I have to take off my blazer and look, God, I'm one of those people. What does that say? Blanca? Mm -hmm. So So I'm wearing a monochromatic look, black and camel monochromatic look. It's very New York. Thank you. I got the black tights, black leather shorts, black turtleneck, a camel blazer with like these lucite heels they have a little like cap toe that's camel that ties in my blazer. That is what I'm wearing, folks. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And because the name of the podcast is What I Wore When, you are going to talk about what you wore when you died, came back to life, and haunted everyone you know. First of all, yeah, explain that. Well, I guess this is future tense, but like there are no rules. It's y'all's podcast. Yeah. I can change it around okay. a little bit. I just, you know, you were asking <laughs> like about like what one of my most important outfits, what it would be. And I'm like, my ghost outfit, like hands down. So I just have this theory that like when you die... Like either it's the outfit you die in or the outfit you're buried in is the outfit that you get to come back and haunt people with. And I have this yellow vintage Oscar de la Renta dress that I found at decades in West Hollywood and it was too small. And I'm like, no, I know that Oscar de la Renta like puts more fabric under the skirt so like we can let it out. Sure enough, we were able to let out the dress and it is just my like Carrie Bradshaw dress. And so that is what I want to haunt people in. Like while they're sleeping, I want to scare the shit out of them in that yellow Oscar de la Renta dress. And you wore the dress during obviously a 
pivotal moment yes, in your life, I, which I, is? I wore it for our engagement photo shoot with me and my fiance. Yes. How did you <laughs> choose that dress for the engagement it's just, photo shoot? It's just my favorite dress. I, you know, when you just like have this dress that you just feel like a, a, a freaking princess in, it's like fitted, it goes out, you know, it's like shiny and metallic. And I just feel like gorge. How did you feel putting it on that morning, knowing that you were going to do you haunt like, people? Haunt, that uh, you were going to haunt people, that you were going to die and come back to life. No, that you were going to do an engagement shoot. I feel like that's very meaningful. It's no, it's so meaningful. I mean, I'm, it, to me, it's more meaningful to like haunt people. I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm not as sensitive or emotional as others. I feel like an asshole. But no, yeah, it was, I mean, it was really fun. Did Bo have a say in what you wore? Definitely not. No. No. God, no. Good. We're getting married in Rome. You are? Yeah. Chic. Yeah. Chic AF. What are you going to wear? Do you have a dress yet? I do. I'm not telling you. What? Can you tell me the style? No. Is it princessy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me where you got it? Fuck no. Fine. <laughs> um, are you a bridezilla? No, I have this new thing that I feel like I am, and it's called Bride Chilla, but not like cool, like, oh, I don't care. It's like I'm worse than Bridezilla because I act like I don't care. But you care. But like, I really care. So, like, I get psycho with like my text messages back to like my friends and family. Like, my mom asked, can I wear this white dress to your engagement party? And I went like full on dark passenger on her. And I'm like, I pretend to be so chill about this wedding, but it's like an undercover thing Mm -hmm. that I'm an asshole. So I'm calling it bride chilla. So you said, no, she can't wear the dress. No, I said, absolutely not. Who do you think you are? Okay. This is my day. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Do you have bridesmaids? I do. Are Mm -hmm. your bridesmaids happy with what you've chosen? Um, Well, I haven't chosen yet, but I'm going to give them, I'm, I'm going to give them the opportunity to kind of choose what they want. I'm not going to put everyone in the same dress. That's nice of you. Do you have like a bridal icon or like who's like, who was on your Pinterest board? No one famous. No, not at all. I honestly, my Pinterest board isn't, it's not as involved as you would think. So I I would think, yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry, that's a boring answer, but there's really, there's no one, no one's wedding that I've seen that I've been like, that's it. I want to like emulate that. I want to recreate that. So I'm, st- I'm, listen, I'm forging my own path. And I know that you obviously won't talk about your wedding dress, but how did you feel when you found it? Did you um, know? It was right away. Fab. Well, I knew what I wanted. And so I, you know, did I you thought about like traditional the designer putting it on though when it was finished and being like, this is so, I mean, I didn't like, I cried a little actually. You did? Now that I think about it, I did. I did. I was a little bit of a wuss. Yeah, I did. Um, my dress is awesome. I'm sure it is. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So you grew up in New Orleans, is that right? Yes. I'm curious how you dressed when you were a kid or a teen. What were you into? Oh my God. Well, I went through a million different phases. What I went are some? through like the preppy phase where it's like Abercrombie and Fitch and Doc Martens. Then I went through my um, like hippie phase where I was like, I want to be Sienna Miller, you know, and then the wannabe goth phase when I dyed my hair jet black. I had that phase too. Convinced everyone I was a tarot card reader. But, you know, you live and learn. How has your style changed over the years? Maybe even in relation to Vanderpump Rules. So you watch yourself on season one, 
You loved a statement necklace. Oh my God, the statement necklaces. So embarrassing. You were like the queen of them, but they were very hip at the they time. They were. You know, I think they will come back at some point. I think so too, for and sure. They 100% will. But like, I look back on the statement necklaces and I cringe at this point. I think my style um, has just gotten more classic. I like timeless pieces because I just, I don't, I'm not really into trendy items. I think that's just the only way that I've really shifted, but I stand by most of my outfits. Yeah. Do you ever cringe looking back or the not really? The necklaces are the only time I cringe. Yeah. And I feel like the outfits that you wore back in the day were appropriate back in the back day. In the so day. why would you cringe? Yeah. But how do you pick your outfits for the show now? Do you, are you, do you have any guidance from Bravo or are you able to just wear whatever you want? No, we wear literally whatever we want. Um, a lot of the times, certain seasons, I'll be like really motivated and I will put together a million outfits and have them in the rack, like ready to go. So for like any scene that comes up, I can just pull it out. This past season, I was lazy, didn't do that. And so it was a struggle every time I went to go film. I don't know if it's just because I'm like settled in a relationship. So I didn't feel motivated to like get my shit together ahead of time. But um, we are allowed to wear whatever we want. Yeah. Are there certain things that looking back, you won't wear, like, you know, either don't translate to TV or you don't feel like your best self in? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, bikinis? <laughs> yeah. That's always hard. That's never fun. Like, I can't imagine having to be on TV in a bikini. It's hell. But you guys, you've been, right? Yeah, I've I mean, done it a bunch of times, but like, I don't ever like want to really again. that is really just putting it it really out there is. in a way that I can't and fathom. This, the second that it airs, everyone has an opinion about your body. And then, and that is like really hard. Like, how does that feel? It's really hard. You just have to, I just have to not read things. Do you not read? You don't read anything? When it comes to things like that, I don't mind reading like, oh, Stassi's a bitch. I hate her. Like, cancel her, cancel her. I don't care about that. But when I like read things about the way I look, mm -hmm. like that just feels wrong. Are you self-critical when you watch the show? About yourself and the way you look? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think most of us have a little bit of body dysmorphia in us. And I know I definitely do. And so I'm constantly just like picking apart what I did. When I talked I to like. one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for the show, I was, I asked if she agreed that, you know, looking at every season, the women on the show definitely look better. Yeah, like an ultimate glow up, not just with their fashion, but maybe with work they've had done. Yeah. And she fully wholehearted, whole, wholeheartedly agreed. I think and that I feel about like, Housewives. You think I think Vanderpump Rules, no, for me, season one, I peaked. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I totally peaked. I would give anything to go back. Oh my God. I feel like you all look good now. You all like Thank settle you. into your like style. I just feel like you all look very... Thanks. Not as severely changed as the housewives from season to season, but I feel like every season you guys all look really good. And Thanks. I'm not just saying that. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah. Are you a shopper? No, I hate shopping. Of course I'm a shopper. So I'll, you can't imagine how many people are like, no, I'm not really a shopper. I don't really like it. Like, really? Mm -hmm. I don't really like shopping in stores. I just am constantly on my phone shopping online. Where do you like to shop? Farfetch is like my favorite place to go. Shopbop. I really like self-portrait. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll just look up things that I know like looks good on me or things like that. Um, do you shop Intermix. when you're... 
anxious? Because I do. Oh, yes. That calms the nerves. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like Xanax. I always say, like, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, and I always say the only thing that makes me feel better is shopping. Like, I could be feeling ill, and then I walk into, a, I was going to say Zara, but like anywhere. Oh, Zara, love and I'm Zara. just like, oh, yeah. I feel better. I feel cured. See, I don't feel that way in the store. I feel that way on my phone. You're on the show. You're getting more famous maybe every season. And I'm wondering when you started making money of your own, like some real money, if there was anything that you were like, fuck it, like I'm buying the, you know, X bag or I'm buying, like what was your purchase when you were like, wow, I actually am kind of successful? Um, a painting by Ashley Longshore. Oh my God, really? Yes, she's she's from New Orleans mm-hmm. and I've been, I was always a big fan of hers. That's before not what she, I was expecting you to say. That's cool. Before she blew up. Do you know who she is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so it was before she blew up and I was like, oh my God, when I make enough money to just like spend over 10 grand on like a painting, like I'm going to do it. And I went to her and we talked about exactly what I wanted. And what's the painting of? It's um the Audrey Hepburn's profile. But I told her I wanted her to, because, you know, she does all these different backgrounds with Audrey Hepburn's profile. And I wanted this really cool crown. And it looks almost like, not like a typical cheesy crown. It Like Moroccan-ish almost, but it's, it's it's really cool. Where and is it hanging? In my living room. Cool. And then I bought another one. I was like, because I loved it so much. So I'm like, I'm now I want a Marie Antoinette one. So I'm a I'm a huge Ashley Longshore fan. And that was like a big purchase. Was there anything that you've ever bought material-wise that was so expensive it like made you sick? Because <laughs> I always think that sometimes I pay a lot of money for something and I'm like, I'm sickened about that I just bought into this. No, I wouldn't say material-wise. I think when I tried... Um, that injection thing that is supposed to melt the fat on your chin. That sickened me and it didn't I even knew. work. Did not work. Don't do it. It's expensive. It was so expensive. Do you need more than one? You were supposed to do it twice, but it was so miserable. I looked into it and I remember being like, I can't it. was so it. painful. It, was, it makes you bloat up like a bullfrog for like a month first. So before anything happens and you're supposed to do it two to three times. And the first time was just so horrifying for me that I was like, I just spent and wasted so much money on this bullshit thing does not work. Unless, I mean, listen, unless you're going to commit to doing it like three times, if you have the time to look like yeah. a bullfrog for like a few months, cool, great for you. I don't. So I feel like they leave that out of like yes, they the do. materials. They totally <laughs> leave it out. Because I've read up on it and I did not know that. Material things though? No, I never regret anything I buy. No. <laughs> What's the last thing you bought that you love? Um, I just got this new, I know I'm wearing a camel blazer, but no, this new camel coat for New York that I was crossing my fingers would be everything I wanted it to be. And it is. So I can't wait to wear it. Amazing. Yes. Where did you get it from? Farfetch. I love Farfetch. I just, I do too. A lot of people cite Farfetch. I'm surprised as a site that they love. I love it. It's like different stuff. Because it's European, a lot of it, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's European based. I think they have like a bunch of everything. It's like a net a portrait. Yeah, it always comes from Italy. Um, Yes, exactly. Um, Can we talk about your OOTD holiday? Yeah. Can you explain that for people that don't know? Okay, so there's this thing mainly on social media (laughs) where it's hashtag, you know, it's a hashtag national whatever 
day, like National Hot Dog Day, National Water Bottle Day. Um, I own National OOTD Day, which is National Outfit of the Day Day. <laughs> how do you, okay, how do you own a holiday? <laughs> well, so there is this organization that is in charge of all of that. And you have to go there. You have to, you know, do a write-up petition for it. You have to have a website. You have to have like a message. You and lobbied. You, to yes, like, like you don't just this get day. the day. And then once you're approved, <laughs> you have to buy it and it's expensive. The cheapest one you can buy is $17,000. Okay. But you own a national freaking holiday. Yes. So there's that. And it felt worth it. Why? <laughs> and it is worth it. it. Yeah, but why did you do that? Um, I love taking OOTD. You're just like, I want to own a holiday. And I know my fiance at the time, who was my boyfriend at the time, he's like, you're always taking these OOTDs in your mirror. He's like, you know what you should do? He's like, those, like Instagram has holidays and you should just, I like, you should try for National OOTD Day. And I'm like, you're right. That's great for branding. That's right. <laughs> I should totally do that. And then here we are. Yeah. Holiday owner. Yes. Um, do you post them every day? I used to post them every day, but now I don't get dressed up every day. Right. So do you feel like- Back when I was single, I like really put so much more effort into my outfits. And now I've like, you know, fallen into my uniform. So like I only post when I'm feeling like extra good about my outfit. What was the response when you bought the holiday? Like Instagram, were people like into it? Instagram was into it. My friends made fun of me. (laughs) Did they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Are you really the same in life as you are on the show? Yeah. I mean, that I'll leave that up to you. I mean, I you, think you are. You, you seem it. You, but is that, but it's real. Like, well, no, I don't go home and all of a sudden, like, I turn into somebody else. It's like, that would be a weird way to live. I feel like some people might do that because I feel like reality TV has gotten... Outrageous? It's, well, outrageous in such a, it's like the new celebrity. I almost feel, and I've said this for a couple of years, I almost feel that being like a movie star, in air quotes is like dated and the goal, it just feels so much more modern. Like modern celebrity now comes from reality TV, I think. It's so unfortunate. Well, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry, world. (laughs) I don't know. I'm into it. I don't follow any celebrities on Instagram, but I follow everyone from Bravo. Like I care. I watch your stories. Like I'm interested. I'm actually interested. I don't follow like any movie stars or even if I love them and I love their work, I don't feel like I need to keep up with them. I'm like, I get enough from them from, you know, watching that show on Netflix or going to the movies. But with you, like, and all of you on the show, I watch the show, but then I'm also like, I want to see what they're up to. Like, oh, they're in Paris. Who in Paris, who in, sorry, in Vanderpump Rules has the most annoying Instagram? Not the most annoying, but I kind of feel like Tom Schwartz's um, uh, strategy of following, he follows like a quadrillion people. Oh, I know. I make fun of him all the time. And so he refuses to unfollow people. So like, they're like ex-boyfriends of like our friends that were like, Schwartz, unfollow him. And he's like, no, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. It's like, no one knows. So that's what I say. No, he just, once he follows someone, he feels bad unfollowing them. Oh, is that why? I just thought he was just like a savant or something and just was like, I'm going to follow everyone in the world. No. I mean, there's, because I follow him, so he comes up as a mutual sometimes, and there'll be really obscure people that I want to check out on Instagram. And it's like, Tom Schwartz is following this person, this brand. Like, yeah. Like, what? 
Like, why? I need to ask him some more about that. But it does, it makes me really annoyed when he refuses to unfollow people I don't like. Yeah, he follows <laughs> entirely too many people that yeah. don't have any bearing on his brand. That's my, that's yeah. my hot take. <laughs> That's but he funny. seems like a lovely guy. You know, he's <laughs> one of my closest friends. I totally. love him. But yeah. <laughs> um, I know you can't talk about the new season, but I know that the trailer just dropped. Yes. It was like all over the web. Um, and I know your fiance, is he an actual cast member now? Now he is. So how did that, I mean, did that take some doing or was he like, I want to be on the show? Um, no, it took some doing last year when he was on it at all. Mm-hmm. And that's like a really awkward conversation to have when like you're dating someone but like I had to have it. And at first he would- Like how did that go down? We were at a sushi restaurant and- you um, like, listen? And I was like, I have to talk to you about something. Like if you're a part of my life, like this is the biggest part of my life. And is this something that you would be willing to do? And he said, no. And we got into an argument about it and it was really frustrating. But I was like, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be able to like turn- his head at some point. And the closer we got and the more serious we got and the more he hung out with my friends, the more he's like, okay, well, I would be here anyway. Like I'd be at this party anyway. I would be doing this with you anyway. So I might as well. And then he actually enjoyed it when he did it. So when they asked him to like come back and like do it full time, like the rest of us, he's like, yeah, it's been really, really fun. Do you think he's like good on the show? I do. Cause I think that he doesn't overthink it. I think he just goes in and he's he's like this breath of fresh air. We're also jaded. Like yeah. the rest of us are just so cynical and we've done this for so long. And he's this man who just came in because of his girlfriend and has like such a positive attitude about it that it like makes it enjoyable for the rest of us. How do you think this season, do you think he's going to be the reception to him is going to be good. Because I know even last season, people really loved him. People, like they loved it's him. It's insane. He's an interesting personality. I warned him though. I said, listen, you were the most likable one your first year. You always come crashing down. Everyone comes crashing down at some point. Why? So don't Brittany think come you're untouchable. Down? Did Brittany come crashing down? I feel like she was the most likable for the past couple seasons. Um, She had some moments where she got a lot of hate on Twitter and she Instagram. Did? Yeah, because she stayed with Jax after oh, right. everything. Yes, so, yes, 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 yes. So she got, she got that side of it. And I'm sure Bo eventually will too. Do you like doing the show, genuinely? Do you love <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I do. I mean, it gets, it gets really hard sometimes, but I, I really do like it. And like, I, this has become my life. Apart from yourself, who do you think has the best style on the show? Um, I would say Lala. She's stepped it up. She has she, stepped it up. She's really stepped it up. Yeah. Are you friendly with her? Yeah, she's one of my closest friends. I've been trying to get her on this podcast for a long time, and she was supposed to do it, and then she had to travel, so I'm hoping. She'll 100% do it. She'll do it next yeah. time she's in New York. She'll be here Tuesday. She's landing tomorrow. What? Tuesday, yeah, or Tuesday, yeah. Fine. Well, <laughs> I was like, tell me when you're in New York. Oh, man. Um, how will you be dressing in 50 years? So like, what will 80-something-year-old Stasi be wearing? Oh, I hope I look like my grandmother. She always wore just monochromatic everything. Everything matched. I mean, like, even if she was wearing forest green. It's like forest green Love blazer, that. forest green pants, like, Forest green Chanel bag, gold jewelry, just like done. Like that's what I hope I'm dressing like. Oh my God. That's a vision. Forest green. Yeah. Everything. I you get need the it. matching Chanel bag in every color yes. that you wear, obviously. Yes. Um, 
Um, I want to do a quick speed round with you, okay? So just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. What was your first concert? I think Britney Spears. Where? In New Orleans. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh, I ask this question all the time on my podcast. Is this supposed to be quick though? I ask, what would be like, if you were were being executed the next day, Mm -hmm. what would your last meal be? I'm fascinated by this answer for everyone. Okay, appetizer. It would be just like a really basic uh, salad that has like iceberg lettuce, cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and lots of ranch dressing. Amazing. Then for my entree, I would probably do, listen, my mom cooks really good panned veal. So I would probably Mm -hmm. do that with like mac and cheese and a lot of hot sauce. And then instead of dessert, I would have a hot dog, 100%. And then I would have a glass of red wine. A glass of red wine? One? Well, however much I'm allowed to drink. Um, What era do you identify most with fashion-wise? Fashion-wise? Can I say when Marie Antoinette was around? Let's see, the late 1700s? (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I wish I could dress like that. Where are you going after this? After this? Yeah. Back to my hotel to get in comfy clothes, and then I have to go watch stupid sports. What do you mean? Like because my fiance is here and he loves sports, he loves football, and so I have to go watch a game. Where are you gonna watch? Like you don't say where, but like a bar. In- I think a bar. I think our friends are finding someplace. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> rock on, rock on. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, thank you so yeah. so much. Thank you. Yay, What I Wore When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio with new episodes dropping every Monday. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, Glamour Digital Director, Perry Samatin. Follow me on Instagram at Perry Samatin. P-E-R-R-I-E-S-A-M-O-T-I-N. Our executive producer is Ali Perry. And our producers are Glamour's Kim Fasaro and iHeart's JJ Posway. What I Wore When is engineered by Emily Marinoff and Derek Clements. Special thanks to Julie Shen and Deanna Buckman at Condé Nast. For more information on today's episode, go to glamour.com slash what I wore when.